Go ahead. Yeah, and sorry, I had to get my mind right, man, for this episode 10, bro. I'm happy that we finally reached our goal with the 10th episode. Nigga, run out of run out of steam with the office. Man, who you telling, bro? I've been struggling. I've been struggling big time. I'm telling you. We're just bro. trying to find what to wear. I, I come, usually I come home like, you know what you wear? I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm wearing. I'm ready. Yeah. Got my little shoes laid out, all yeah. of that. She's like, you know what you're wearing? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I don't have a clue. First a struggle out here, Last man. few weeks, it's been tight. <laughs> right. We got 10. We, can, we got a couple weeks off. Hey. Get your little office back up. Go re-up his outfit. <laughs> All right, office back up, man. We coming yeah, back. That's funny, man. So, just... Talk, tell me about this camp, man. I feel me in. Uh, I thought it was straight, man. I think it's well. What the camp we talking about? The Northwood camp. It was local. It was at Christian High School. Okay. Uh, see, we took some of those guys there. Little he ended up going. You know what I'm saying? So now was West was West Catholic there or just Little E from? No, West it's Catholic it's an individual. Okay. Type it was of camp. Individual. So okay. For all 22 and 23 uh, graduates, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So give them a chance to open them up today. You know what I mean? Like one day type of thing. 40s and short shuttles. Yeah. You know, individual drills and uh, one-on-ones and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was cool to see. So I was at work, you know what I mean? I get off. I go up there real quick just to check it out. Because um, I want to see Lil E do one-on-ones. Yep. You know what I mean? See where he at, how he competing. He looks straight, but you know what I mean? My same takeaways. I was talking to CB like, bro, just... I think today's athlete is just a little different than what we accustomed to. Mm-hmm. The... The fire, the level of compet or the, the competitive fire, yeah. shall I say, that is totally different than what I know and recognize. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I ain't trying to dog nobody. I just think it's a little bit different. Man. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So, what were some of the takeaways that <laughs> that good, bad, and what could be improved on that you seen that we can that can be used as a catalyst to work on moving forward? Uh, just to want improving technique and things of that nature which will allow you to bring to be more confident mm-hmm. and not saying that confident was a bad thing especially for long speak it wasn't a bad thing but it could always be more you know yeah. what i'm saying so like and what i mean by that him standing on one side guarding guys that he know you know what i mean it would have been mm-hmm. good for him to flip side playing corner go hold somebody that you're unfamiliar with that on you the don't unfamiliar know. side of the field you know what i mean just different school all of that yeah. just take that challenge while you got a chance to you had a camp mm-hmm. Nobody care if you get brand. Nobody even gonna remember this. Ain't no points being scored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just take those type of challenges while you get a chance. I like to. that. Well said, bro. That's and it's crazy that I think about it. Like, uh, so I'm gonna talk about the camp piece, and we had like eight kids go, and I think our mentality going into we have this high expectation. Like, you know, when I seen our kids doing one on ones, I didn't expect our kids to go. Against each other, mm-hmm. like what are we doing? And then you them? thought that was common knowledge that they should have known know, not to go, not to go each other. Each other. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna make each other look bad? Mm-hmm. And Coach Myron's like, man, we 
comfortable. I mean, it's, it's comfortable. Yeah. And I see our kids going against kids. They train on Sundays with our sleeper recruits. Yeah. They going with each other. And I'm like, no. Like, this was the perfect opportunity for kid to get a ton of reps. Yeah. Like, literally, bro. It was it was one-on-ones. But guess what? The DBs was only, it was probably like 10, 15 of DBs, 15, 20 receivers. Mm-hmm. And you can get mad reps. Because yeah. kids is hesitant, bro, to mm-hmm. feel a fear, fear of failure. Mm-hmm. You got a few confident kids out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they're not vocally confident, but you could just tell mm-hmm. by their appearance and how they carry themselves, the confidence. And then everybody else is a little timid, mm-hmm. a little fear of failure, bro. But you go on the east side of the state, them kids is mm-hmm. confident, they loud. That's just how it is over there. And I was talking to one of my kids today in the room. So, you know, I had some kids in the room today, and uh, we had two kids. So I had one of the kids, you know, he worked his butt off. Mm-hmm. You know, I just work. he's been working since March with the whole training. The other kid haven't done any football workouts at all. He's just been doing some basketball stuff. But the kid that ain't been working, he was, like, overconfident that he had beat this kid in one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Like, and the other kid was just, like, he didn't have confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, wow. That was that was interesting yeah, to me, and I'm upset at that, bro. You've been working your butt off since yeah. March. He ain't did nothing, <laughs> like literally nothing. I said, I told him this. I said, look, if when y'all go compete on Wednesday, man, if you don't beat him three out of five, man, yeah, like you can't help me, man. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt disrespected, man. As a coach, you've been putting in all that work, man. Lifting weights, yeah. Player development, going on Sundays. But the culture nowadays, they got the talking part down, CP. Like you said, the one player he ain't putting yeah. no work in, but he yeah. got the talking part oh, down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm a, I'm a dude. I'm a. Talk then when he don't do, he gonna still man, bro. I ain't did nothing. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah. He got, he got to. <laughs> that's his excuse. Yeah, the talk. Yeah, yep. they know how to do that, bro. Yeah. So that, that's just today's kind of culture, man. But what I will say on the. On the building side of things, is I did see my son for the first time compete in a way that I didn't see him compete before. You know, what I mean? up, so we got some positives to pull from. We ran a good forty, short shuttle was decent. So, so was, so was the sleep. What you guys do as sleeper recruits mm-hmm. was that the training that they get was this camp should have been a good display like for them to show should've we've been, been put we should been we've been putting this work in on Sunday Same nights exact so, and now we got this camp that's a bigger little showcase with a college with an area college with some college coaches I think that might have mm-hmm. been potentially there and so it should have all came together but what you guys are saying is that some cats ran from the moment in one on ones uh the individual Lil E was the best. DB had the best technique. He knew every drill. You know what I mean? I seen some of our linebackers do well. You know what I mean? Um, because they doing some of the stuff we teach. Yeah. Some of the receivers. So they do. was comfortable with those drills, all yeah. right. Individual they was comfortable with the individual is, I'm, I'm drills. With that. But yep. when that spotlight come one on one, competition, you competition, know. spotlight is one on one, me versus you. Mm-hmm. I when I can know. get twenty reps, but I'm only if I'm only due to get ten, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my ten. Then I'm a, I'm a but I could have flipping and did you know what I mean? Did yeah. did my twenty and been been everything, showed everybody what I have really have, show mm-hmm. more skill. But 
Some guys are stepping it back, even for the receivers. Yeah, right? oh, the yeah. same exact thing. So my question to you guys, being high football IQ guys, when this generation athlete, when we see the new temperament they present with their ability or lack of ability to compete. When a cat make it, I'm just thinking about Justin Fields, but his freshman year. Mm-hmm. What are those players doing differently than, say, a kid that just is going through the motions? What's the difference? Because we often say stuff about this generation's athlete is different. But then every year when we watch the Power Five conference, we see some two freshmen touch the field oh, yeah. that reflect what we was like mm-hmm. when we was coming through. What's your thoughts on that? Man, for one, we don't live in that demographic that's producing Justin Fields. <laughs> we just don't. You know what I mean? We live in West Michigan, bro. We we produce some good athletes, but not on the level that a Georgia or Florida or, mm-hmm. or Ohio or even the east side there's, of this state. millions of kids on the east side, mm-hmm. so they have to be competitive, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be because it's millions and millions of kids. It's all these training. Like, mm-hmm. in order for me to eat, in order for me to play, like... We have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. West Michigan is, is very conservative, bro. And sometimes other kids, those other kids don't have anything else to do, man. Like, it's some privilege allowed. It's some privilege involved in there. It's some mm-hmm. the upbringing you bring. You know what I mean? It's totally different, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo, like your dog in you mm-hmm. is different if you got both parents. If you got everything given to you, if you got all of this mm-hmm. stuff. Not knocking that, but yeah, it's just your point. dog as a sport as an athlete is like gonna be that. a little bit different. You I know like what I mean? that. Mm-hmm. So. That's something that I see, man. And then on the next side is that is what people put into it. Mm-hmm. Like you see the ones that put the work in, you see they stand out. It's like okay, yeah. dog been putting some work in. Dog been mm-hmm. and and you he'll score the touchdowns. He'll get the interceptions. He'll be the successful one on the field. So mm-hmm. it's those so couple, so you, bro. You, you it's still so it's still those couple. You can't yeah. cheat the process. No, you can't no, cut no, no corners. No matter how good you talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No matter how good you talk. <laughs> yep, your fruit your fruit will always show. Mm-hmm. What it really is. That's what's mm-hmm. up. And then, bro, just to add on that, bro, is like you said, it's all about reps. Yeah, for sure. Like we yep. we talked about the yep. reps. You've been playing. We've been playing football. Like you said we started at six, seven years old, and you went all the way into what? Twenty six, bro. Look at the reps behind that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So reps. We go to Michigan camp. What five thousand kids there? You got three-star, four-star, five-star guys. You got, and we not even mm-hmm. in the top. We mm-hmm. probably two-star cats, one-star cats. But you couldn't tell us that. Exactly. Like, for real, you couldn't yeah, tell yeah. us that, And bro. half of that was because the media don't cover exactly. us the way they would cover. So that was another chip on our shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. huh? These Detroit cats ain't cut. They ain't. Mm-hmm. We they ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing. We just don't exactly. get that exposure. We exactly. that, that spotlight didn't get shine. But mm-hmm. like we always say, man, when you when you lace them up, like I say, the result. What they say, the eye in the sky don't lie. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I don't know nobody that competes at a level that we didn't compete at. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And so yeah, it all it all shake itself out. Similar to when you made it to the league, small school guy make it to the NFL. With cats from Florida State, LSU, but all that don't matter. When you get on the field, you wouldn't know who was from LSU. <laughs> That's real talk, bro. That's real talk. You know I'm man. saying it so. And like you said, the Justin Fields and, and stuff like that. Like you said, we talk about reps and stuff. And I remember I went to this camp in Ohio. It was this kid. He was from Indiana. But this camp in Ohio was all the top players in the country there, mm-hmm. like in the Midwest. Was there. 
So I brought my son there. He ain't put in nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, but he's a confident kid. I just think some kids is there. He's a confident kid. He did mm-hmm. okay. But then I remember this kid from Indiana, man. It was impressive about him is he didn't say he didn't say much. He he led every drill. Mm-hmm. I'm number one. And he led every drill and went 110%, bro. <laughs> Guys was tired. He didn't show that. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. That one kid, that one, they always going to shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't outside linebacker. He nice, bro. Like, he's one of those guys. He, you know, 6'2", he's probably 6'1", 6'2". He's about 225, you know what I mean? Um, but it was impressive just watching him, man. I was like, man, good job, bro. You keep that up, bro. You're going to play on Sundays, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was, he was the leader. And I remember he was helping out some of the younger guys, too. Wow. So that leadership, man, mentorship, man. just it was all straight dog. I'm like, man, I love to have you, man, but you know, I, I think everything is all about reps, bro. Reps in the weight room, reps out there, and that's how you gain confidence. That is preparation equals confidence, bro. Yeah, bro, speaking of preparation, I want to touch on just some of them athletes from Christian, bro. Big Rubin them over there, dog. Oh, yeah, they lifting. Yes, <laughs> bro. Yes. When I say, yeah, bro, bro, I'm telling you, they his took, skill players yes. or his linemen, bro. All linebackers, corners, running back. The linebackers just got offered, bro. Okay. He got offered to Northwood. He looked good, like 6'2", 225. Mm-hmm. Look long. They looking good. I'm telling like, you. Running back. <laughs> running back look good, Everybody got bro. their shirt off, bro. Yeah. Like Confident. Mm-hmm. I told Ruben, like, bro, y'all got some. Yeah. Like, because I watched film on him last year, and I'm like, bro, this don't look like. Yeah. It's like, bro, y'all looking good. He's like, see, before I'm like, bro, y'all bodies look good. Like, literally, bro. Like, yeah, literally. So, yeah, preparation eliminates nervousness. That's why they keep focusing on reps. Mm-hmm. Because if it's any young guy watching this, man, the best way you can make sure that you show up on game day, whatever game day is for you, is to prepare. That's why, for me, just speaking for me personally, but as this is true for these guys, game days was easy because the work was put in. On the front end, on the weekends, at Paul I, at King. And so I often tell the story, you know, I was a two-sport athlete, football and basketball. And I consider myself to be equally good in both. But just thinking with basketball, when you play basketball in the inner city, we hacking, we holding. We, the game is so different that when you play simulation with referees, it was a breeze. And so people wonder how I dominated high school sports because King and Paul Lai was way harder than the game with refs. Mm-hmm. You call them fouls. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fouls at King. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I get to shoot two free throws. Oh, that's, that's so, yeah, I'm going to get 10 a game off the free throw line because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get that call on the, at, the, at the park. Right. But then my game was nice inside, outside, and then I'm going to lock everybody up in the city. So I'm going to at least get six points off of steals. A night, and so preparation eliminates nervousness. And if you guys want to be confident in your craft, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, put in the work. That's the message that they sending. Put in the work. Mm-hmm. Repetition, sure. practice, preparation. Fear of failure. Don't be scared to fail, man. Don't like be. I was telling kids today. Like I told a kid today. I'm like, like y'all going against each other one on ones, and you scared to fail. And I was talking about. The little play I made an option play. I said Monday through Thursday, I had a lot of games, a lot of games, man. And then Friday, the confidence, the cockiness, the confidence went poured out, 
and I put a lot of money on it, and then I lost all the money I gained. <laughs> Lesson learned, bro. Lesson learned. Like, you got to do your homework, CB. You got to mm-hmm. research. Ask Chris questions. You know what I mean? Look at some of that information. I said, fellas, I feel. Yeah. So what? Guess what? I'm still here at work. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to y'all. I'm not in my putting my head down. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the tank. So what, bro? Right. Right. Like, what's right. wrong with failing, dog? I don't get that, bro. Like, I got to think about, I'm telling that next rep. That, you know what? I, I didn't get it this time. Yeah. But the next one is going to be better. The next rep, the next play. And just the, next... the awareness. Like, if I, so I'm like telling my man, it's like, okay, you got beat by this guy. The first time, it don't, like, like I knew in my mind. like What not to do the next time, bro? <laughs> yes. Like, I don't. That's why. Okay, bring him back up here. <laughs> so I'm not going to lunge at him. He made me look stupid. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. It's just like one, certain things like one that. One lesson with. that being a DB taught for a life lesson was to have a short-term memory. <laughs> right. As a DB, the DB coach would always say, at some point you're going to get BD. Yeah. Like CB said, but you can't be you can't be afraid of the, of the seven route, of yeah. the go every time. So at one of them times, you're going gonna to have a step on you. Yeah. He might catch it and it's a touchdown. Have a short-term memory. Get right back to the line of scrimmage and give it another go. Mm-hmm. And if you apply what these guys are saying to real life, have a short-term memory when it comes to fear, failure, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, success even. Don't read the newspaper clippings too much because it go to your head, you get cocky, mm-hmm. and then that's the first way you start to have chinks in your armor is when you stop putting in the work. So a short-term memory served me well in life when things went wrong like he said he lost on an option play mm-hmm. he got back in again he right back at it this week got back mm-hmm. in it you know what i'm saying and he it's a short term memory now he forgot what happened he knew he took a loss so he's saying no i gotta get that back i was selling chris chris like they got you girl because <laughs> Because it's funny, because when you lose, they get you quick. Oh, it man. might take a minute to get up to 1,000, 1,500, yeah, 2,000. Like, one roll of the dice. One roll of the what? dice. That money, you down $400. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I want to talk about, guys, is I need your opinion on this. To me, the best class in the history of basketball was inducted into the Hall of Fame last I'm night. I'm glad we're talking about this. My favorite player, one of my favorite players, for those that know me close, was Kevin Garnett. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about power forwards. My best friend, his favorite player was Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. We talk about power forwards. We know all the little skill oh, yeah. guys. But we we knew the game front and back. I saw K, KG get inducted, Kobe, Tim Duncan. When I say I'm just talking sticking with them three, but when I but I'm talking about that whole class that got inducted yesterday. That's that 96, right? Class here. Yeah. This, in my opinion. And I'm talking about in totality of their career. I'm talking about what they did on the Careers, court, yeah. off the court, yeah. and what they're doing now. Best class, hands down, I ever seen. You guys got any any comments? I agree, hundred percent, bro. Like for one, Kobe won an Oscar post basketball career yep. after five championships. After you know, I mean, two Finals MVP, MVP, just all his accolades he did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He did that. That's off the court. That's one of the most prestigious awards you can win. Yeah. KG, you know what I mean? He doing big things outside the court. He had his little show. Yeah. Area 21. You know what I mean? I know he, he got a lot of stuff going. He worth a lot of money. You know what NBA what I mean? champion. NBA, NBA champion. champion. Was was potentially uh, uh, in the ownership group to buy the yep. 
the Timberwolves. So I think he still is. He he missed <clears throat> a little bit. He didn't want to get too much away, but he talked about it in his speech yesterday. Yeah, you know, Tim Duncan, another they, them. They only got Tim Duncan. The only people that I know knocked off Shaq and Kobe. Like. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? The respect got to be there. Then come, you know what I mean? So, like, this class is <laughs> they real, land, They land like that. And back when we was growing up, bro, the West was KG, Tim Duncan, C-Web, Sheik, like. So, KG and Duncan, they, they had plenty of battles. And what I love, Legendary. I'm going to touch on the financial aspect of what I love about all of them. Because that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff that, that I love them more for. But in addition to that, KG says something that I'm happy he said. He, he in his Hall of Fame speech, he gave credit to two people that that used to give him work: Rasheed Wallace and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, yeah. And that's that's real respect. Mm-hmm. That's what we was talking about. Like back to the camp, real quick. <laughs> we never shied away from competition. We went all over to try to make sure we had the best opportunity. But we would play guys again from Cali at the Michigan camp. Mm-hmm. They bodies was better than ours, more developed, <laughs> yeah, more faster than, than us. Mm-hmm. But we knew. One, we competed, we held our own, but we gave props. Mm-hmm. When KG grabbed the mic and said, I thank Rasheed Wallace and Tim Duncan for giving me that work my whole career. <laughs> because right. KG, my favorite power forward. Mm-hmm. But I know that too. I'm looking yeah. like, Duncan be killing you, yeah. KG. <laughs> and Rasheed used to be hitting mad threes. Yes. Yeah. These dudes revolutionized basketball for the big man shooting the, mm-hmm. the stretch jumper. They were shooting the stretch two, but now it's a three. So Embiid, all them dudes not as doing that, they ushered AD, that. Yeah. They ushered that in. A D. Yeah. And so K but I know that. Now K K G never missed his mid range though. Never, he gonna never. come back and give it back to hey, them dude. High release, all high release. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I just was happy to see not all of them. Cause yeah. you know, I I love that class. Tim Duncan, just humble. Ever since Wake Forest, man, this dude been Bank shot was always open with him. Fundamental, Mister Fundamentals. Christian be so mad. I was my favorite player. <laughs> yeah. Power for it. Yeah. Why you like him? No you and him ain't like it. You ain't like that. No expression. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember thinking about the uh, uh, all this uh, the smoke. Uh, what's the show? Yeah, all the smoke. All the smoke. Right. When Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes uh, interviewed KG, and KG <laughs> was talking about Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan ain't never talk trash. He's just talking <laughs> sequence. Yeah. He's like, got you. Got you. Right. <laughs> and one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Giving buckets. Giving buckets. He, he did. Said, I could never get under his skin, man. You know, man, you. So I thought that was funny, man. That's facts. Man. Mm-hmm. But we watched that era, and we know. Like, mm-hmm. Spurs was his favorite team, the Twin oh, yeah. Towers. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson. Yeah. Avery Johnson. Yeah. Negro at the two. Mario Ellie, baby. That's the Ellie's between them three, bro. Yup. Then they try to add Robert Horry. I'm yeah. like, y'all team doing way <laughs> too much. Big shot Bob. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think um, that. I think that. Um, <laughs> I think KG. They miss. I mean, I miss. You know, I love Kobe, man, and it, just his absence because, man, his career, like I say, I thought the tribute to MJ and Vanessa gave him was, was definitely well well, well put together. And I just um, wish Kobe had that moment because I know his speech. Ain't no telling what he, he right. he's so deep. Mm-hmm. And he would have touched on mad things that I think just would have 
been eye opening for the public to hear. So, yeah. again, rest in peace to Kobe because yeah, that's the best class, in my humble opinion, that I witnessed with my own eyes that I can say. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, um, and especially how it ended. Like I say, like, mm-hmm. like, LeBron class, him, Melo, they Ray, they Ray. making D Wade. They gonna have a strong case too, but but that's because that's a close second. But it's about how you finish. Mm-hmm. Look they might at, go in at different times too. Like they might go in at different times, mm-hmm. but look at going all of them were time. champions though. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like no knock, you know I love yeah. Carl Malone and Stockton. I love Ewing. The Knicks mm-hmm. was my squad. Larry mm-hmm. Johnson, Allen Houston, Spreewell. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the ship. They didn't. But Garnett got the ship. Mm-hmm. Garnett got oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duncan yeah. got it. Yeah. Bosh. Mm-hmm. He Bosh, but yeah, Bosh just got in, so it's going to be a different cl- Like You got, um, and, Kobe, and Kobe got it. Yeah. They all won. So, mm-hmm. man, it was a beautiful thing, man. I, I got to say. All of them is my guys. I'm, a, I'm a fan. All in that class. I know J. Kidd in there, Marbury. right? Or nah. Nah, J. Kidd. Nah, he be, he be he before that. He be before that. 394, right? Yeah. I mean, I think Yo, dude. Stephon Marbury. Kobe. I think that was rookie year, 95. Yeah. Abdul Rahim. Yeah. yeah. I remember having that Where picture. Where he was. Yeah, that picture. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ray Allen. AI yeah. in there, ain't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a hell of a class. Yeah, that's the best, bro. It's yeah. over, bro. Like draft class, but the Hall of Fame going into Hall of Fame, it's gonna be hard to beat this, bro. It is. That's fact. Eleven rings in between, just and Kobe. You know what I mean? Kobe Duncan fought for them, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They did. So what I love about it, guys, is this. Man, that's my guy. Yeah, okay. That's this guy, C Web. C Web, Bosch. They got a good class too, but it ain't, it ain't, it ain't this. But I'm happy for C Web too. We touch on that. Yeah. What I, what I'm loving though, financially. All of those guys is solid. Responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen them on 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen them make a headline for losing a home, mm-hmm. being broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, even when they try to say what they said about AI, he had an advisor to put up a million dollars for him. I told y'all what a million can do if you just put it in the dividend stock. I know he's paid for life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He might can't live at this level of lifestyle, but... Mm-hmm. I know he ain't broke. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. And so, point being is, financially, those guys were sound. Those guys were sound on and off the court. And that's what I love about them taking the mantle and making sure that they don't be the statistic, don't be the mm-hmm. next episode of 30 for 30 going broke um, after your career is over. So I'll touch on that, bro. And we're talking about some of the biggest, biggest NBA money yep. makers. Between Kobe and KG, KG the big ticket. Mm-hmm. Remember, he got a hundred million dollar contract. Yep. Yeah. He was one of the first ones to get that, bro. So, and Duncan was straight too because he started taking small money at the end of his deal. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm good. I don't mm-hmm. really just build the team around. Just build a you know team around me. And what I love about them too, Kobe and Garnett, straight from high school. They were more susceptible to make financial mistakes than any of those guys. Duncan right. got four years at Wake Forest. He did all four. All four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's so mature. Mm-hmm. He was killing the Wake Forest. He killing the whole national college landscape. Then killed the whole NBA. Mm-hmm. But 20 years. he for 20 years. But he was mature <laughs> with his money. He came all into right, the game. Was. Garnett them out the mud, straight mm-hmm. from the trenches to the league. Kobe, straight from the trenches to the league, mm-hmm. managed their finances well. And like I said, it was just phenomenal to see. You know what I'm saying? So, 
again, I salute those guys for the same simple fact of, again, holding down their finances in a way that allowed them to live for the rest of their days comfortable. Since we own Hall of Fame, bro, let's touch on the new class. C-Webb, Bosch, Chris Bosch, uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah, I know those those guys for sure going in. See, Webb being my guy, I'm excited, bro. Like that's what's up. Just how KG, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I watched all them games, bro. Stand up, like watching <laughs> the Sacramento play. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and for Michigan to, to Sacramento to Detroit, I went and took my mom to the game, bro, when he was in Philly, mm-hmm. just to watch him. Watch you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. Detroit versus Philly. You know what I mean? So. C Web, my guy. Salute to C Web and all the new. Salute to C Web because he's from Michigan. We yeah. hometown Michigan oh, boys. Yeah. Did he sure. make the NCAA Hall of Fame though? Nice. Yeah, he did. He yeah, did the Nate Smith. He did. Nah, this the the one. He in this one. Not well, the he next in the one. NBA. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah he this in the one, one, bro. This yeah, the, the big one. You know what I mean? This is it. But shout out to Web C Web, um, being from Michigan first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we was rocking with him and loved him. From his day, what country day, mm-hmm. all the way to the league, and so major salute. I'm giving some love to Paul Pierce, man. Yeah, the truth. Yeah, I'm yeah, giving some love to Paul Pierce. I'm talking about we you know we watch him in college, yeah. and just to see his maturation, him become an NBA champion, mm-hmm. him exude that confidence that CB be talking about. One, yes. you know what I'm saying? He might not have been the most athletic. But his confidence, but his confidence was through the roof, through the roof. <laughs> all yep. the time through against the, the best of the best, and he held his own. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't say, no matter what you did to him, you can't say he ain't do it back. Exactly. <laughs> you can't say no he ain't get you, you 30, 35, 40. Mm-hmm. No man itself. So, so shout out to Paul Pierce mm-hmm. as well. So I'm excited for him. Um, and it's Chris Webber. And Chris Bosch, too, man. Career cut short for the blood clots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He got a chance to play with LeBron, mm-hmm. D-Wade. He was on that magical Miami. run. Yeah, with them guys. So, yep. shout out to all of them, man. To, to this year, the 2020 class and the 2021. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I would say, really quickly, what you guys think about the play-in tournament? I, it's, they doing it, so it's cool, but... I think seven. If you set in seven, bro, I should be straight. Like eight, nine, and ten, let them battle it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But so that's yeah. just my take on it. I but think. I understand the NBA. They want to, you know what I mean, add more games, add more, more games. excitement, a new format. New so format. So I get it, bro. And the business side of me. So what's the playing tournament, bro? Uh, yeah, nine play ten. Right. What the winner? So that if you play. the if you the ninth seed, you got to play the tenth seed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The and winner of that play the loser of seven and eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you in the seven seat, so Brown about to play one game. One game. Brown about to play Steph. Seven about to play eight. Warriors, Lakers to see who win. They get this seven seed. Mm-hmm. And then whoever lose got to play the winner of nine and ten for the eighth seed. But if if the uh nine and ten win, they gotta win two games. Nine or ten gotta beat the eighth seed twice. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Because they got to win the first game, and then they got to win. Right. So, so my point, the business side of me, I see the business side of that. Right. More <clears throat> games, more ad revenue, bigger contracts for players because of this kind of stuff. But as a fan, like I say, I'm we done now. I can mm-hmm. just watch the game as a fan. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be competitive. Um, and it's a way to keep you from tanking the end of a season. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta play. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta try to put in some work to you can't pack it in to try to get that draft pick. Nope. You gotta play it out, see if you get in, see if you can get one of the seeds to make the playoffs. It's a way of bringing new eyes too. Like, mm-hmm. If you never heard about a play in tournament, you're like, man, what's that? Yeah. Let me check out Let me uh, check the play in tournament on. Let me check who bought this. You know what I mean? So I, I COVID, I'll, I'll be bro. checking in. Yeah, I'll be checking in. Like all these guys with these marketing plans, but it's just. But COVID guy gave people a chance to revamp some stuff, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The exhibition boxing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This little. Why not? Try right. it. This ain't bad to me. You know what I'm saying? Now, mm-hmm. I don't want something like, you know, I'm a LeBron guy. So I don't want LeBron to suffer an injury in, in a play in tournament. Exactly. And then it stop a run that he would have for the finals. So I'm just hopeful. That something like that don't happen. Um, but other than that, I like it. Yeah, I, I ain't tripping on it either, man. I, I, again, man, you gotta you gotta be open minded to all this new stuff that's coming on. Yeah, and you gotta you, you gotta salute the evolution yeah. of the game and at them coming up with new innovative ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So I, I I respect it. Everything ain't gonna be how it was when we was growing up, and mm-hmm. I'm sure the stuff we did when we was growing up, the generation before us had something to say, and so. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I embrace a lot of this stuff. I embrace the new guys, the new rappers, the new artists. Yeah, you have to. You want to stay in the know. Exactly. Y'all good? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. I'm good. On that note, man, we want to say thank you as we wrap up our first season. Episode yeah, number 10. Yeah, you know what I'm first season. We had a vision to put this together to kind of just talk about deeper in sports. You know what I'm saying? Finances life marriage friendships and like i say we we still ironing it out but we appreciate you guys being with us taking this ride with us as we again just try to offer something that's a little bit different than what's out there and hope that you found something that you can take away and apply to your life till next time we'll see you guys in season two peace